Hello, everybody. I've been on the edge of my seat since the last time we read because I want to know what happens to Min Lee and the tiger. Ah, let's get going and see what happens. Chapter 29. Min Lee's screams seemed to freeze in the air. The tiger leapt at her, his scowling mouth glittering with pointed teeth, his blade-like claws rushing toward her. Min Lee knew there was no escape. But a flash of red violently knocked the attacking claw away. Min Lee gasped as dragon roared, the tiger's claws ripping into his arm. With the brutal force of his other arm, the dragon threw the tiger back, forcing it to fly in the air. Go away, dragon thundered in a voice that even made Min Lee quake. She would never have imagined dragon could speak that way. The tiger glared like a spoiled child. Min Lee could now see it was not an ordinary tiger. It was bigger than a horse or buffalo, and it was a dark, dusty green, like the color of sand, dirtied from the ocean foam. Even in the dim light of the moon, Min Lee could see its eyes glower with malevolence. Go, Dragon commanded again. Min Lee realized she had forgotten how big Dragon was. The tiger was large, but Dragon was bigger. Through the viciousness of the tiger's expression made them seem evenly matched. But the tiger gave another malicious snarl and turned away. Dragon stood his full height, even until even the tiger's moonlit shadow disappeared from view. Are you all right? Dragon asked, finally. That tiger, Minley said in a daze, that tiger was going to kill me. I know, Dragon said. That tiger was truly evil. When you screamed, I could feel it. And strangely, without knowing why, Minley burst into tears. The tiger's roars still echoed in her ears, and she could still see his cruel claws and eyes. Now that he was gone, her terror flooded out of her. It is okay, the dragon said, gently putting his arm on her shoulders. It was then Minley saw the four long gashes bleeding on the dragon's arm. The tiger's claws had been sharp, and the slashes were deep. Minley shook herself and brushed her tears away. You're hurt, Minley said, looking at the cuts, which were already starting to swell. It's all right, Dragon said. Don't worry. Dragons heal quickly. They walked back into the cave and Minley poured water onto the wounds to clean them. She wrapped her blanket around Dragon's arms, but it continued to slowly bleed as he lay down. Minley noticed Dragon's eyes fade and blur. I'm starting to feel strange, Dragon said huskily. Perhaps I will sleep. Okay, Minley said. You sleep. Maybe when you wake, you'll feel better. But Minley felt as if she had swallowed a frozen rock. Something was wrong with Dragon. She knew it. Throughout the night, his breathing grew hoarser and his skin was damp. Every time she unwrapped the blanket, she grimaced. The ugly wounds had turned black and evil-looking liquid was starting to seep. Minley shivered and it was not from the cold. He's getting weaker, Minley thought. Something is very wrong. I have to do something. Dragon needs help, but I don't want to leave him. What am I going to do? By the time the first light of the sun crept into the cave, Dragon's breathing was rough. When Minley shook him, he did not wake up. Minley felt a surge of panic. I don't know what to do, she thought desperately. Her quick thinking mind darted like a flustered butterfly. I know, she thought. 
I'll go to that village. Maybe someone there will know what to do. Minli stood up and whispered into the dragon's ear. I'm going to get help. I'll be back soon. I promise. Just hold on until then, okay? But dragon did not respond, and Minli felt tears start to form in her eyes. Quickly, without even gathering her things, she turned and left. It was mid-morning outside, and Minli squinted in the sun. The wind still blew bitterly, but she didn't even notice. Instead, Minli began to run toward the patch of yellow in the distance. Chapter 30 Minli's feet pounded against the rocky ground, fighting the uneven earth as she climbed upward. It was difficult. The wind carved rocks and boulders seemed to grow from the ground like trees, confusing her way and disrupting her balance. Minli was so intent on her movement that she almost didn't notice the low growl, but she halted as soon as she heard it. The tiger. She could see the tip of its green tail ahead over one of the large misshapen rocks. Quietly, she grabbed a sharp-looking stone from the ground and crept forward. There it was, in a clearing of flat stone. The evil animal was pacing back and forth as if it were waiting. Min Lee tightened her grip on the stone. Then she gasped. A plump little girl dressed in brilliant red was running toward the tiger. Before Min Lee could scream a warning, someone from behind her pulled her down and covered her mouth. Shh, the voice said, and Min Lee looked into the eyes of a small boy who seemed to be the same age as the girl. Underneath the gray blanket he was using like a cape, she could see flashes of quilted red clothing that matched the girl's. His face was round and pink, as if it were more used to laughing than the serious frown it wore now. She nodded at his panicked gestures to keep quiet. Oh, great green tiger, the little girl threw herself on the ground in a trembling kowtow before the beast. Powerful spirit of the magistrate, my worthless ancestors angered. My brother and I were sent to you as a sacrifice you demanded. The tiger roared furiously and the girl cowered. I'm sorry, the girl said, her voice quivering. My brother and I were both sent to you, but on the way here, another monstrous beast attacked us. He took my brother, and so there's only me. The tiger made an outraged sound. Yes, another beast, the girl said. That is what happened. The story of the girl, the story the girl told the green tiger. Your message to the family calls an uproar. There was great wailing and crying as a gong, our grandfather, told us that you demanded two children every month to be sacrificed to you. It was payment for the insult our ancestors caused you, he said, and if we paid, you would leave the rest of the family in peace. It was a high price, but we knew, with your immense power and strength, we could not disobey. So my brother, my brother and I chose to be the first two children. As the family wept, my brother and I left our home to go to you. But as we made our way to meet you, an evil beast jumped out from the rocks. He looked like you, only not as strong or as mighty, of course, and he was dark, the color of a night shadow. He roared at us, but as we trembled to the ground, I cried out, Do not eat us, beast! We belong to the great green tiger! And the beast stopped his roar at my words. Green tiger? he growled. Yes, I said. We are sacrifices for the great green tiger. We are not for you. If you attack us, you will make the mighty green tiger angry, and he will destroy you. Destroy me? <laughs> the beast laughed. The green tiger is an old weakling. No, my brother protested. The great green tiger is the most powerful beast of all. 
None can defy him. The beast laughed again. A paper pig is more mighty than the green tiger. I will take you, but leave the other for him. Pathetic dog that he is. And with that, the girl said, he took my brother and dragged him to his cave. The girl burst into sobs as Minley stole a glance at the boy. The boy looked a bit sheepish, but again put his finger to his lips for quiet. The tiger growled with impatience. As he disappeared, he said, he said, the girl swallowed nervously at the green tiger, his furious face, tell the green tiger that his son, the king, left you out of pity, pity for his poor feeble father. With those words, the green tiger roared with such rage that even the stones seemed to shudder. Minley quaked and the boy held his arm even tighter. I can show you his den where he dragged my brother, the girl quivered. The tiger nodded at the girl with narrowed eyes, seething with fury. Shaking, the girl got up and began to lead the tiger away from the clearing. Min Lee, with the boy beckoning, silently followed. Chapter 31 Min Lee and the boy followed from a distance, past sharp rocks and jutting boulders. The girl finally stopped in another clearing. It was only when Min Lee and the boy pressed up behind one of the rocks that she realized it was once a stone carving and the clearing was the ruin of an abandoned house, now mostly worn away by the wind. Here, the girl said, the beast dragged my brother into that cave. She pointed to a strange hole in the ground. Minley scarcely recognized it as a large abandoned well. The rocks around the opening were rough and cracked, and a ripped piece of red fabric lay torn on one of the sharp stones. Minley looked at the boy and saw his ripped pants. He smirked. The beast! Your son, the girl faltered, is in there. He also said, the tiger growled at her to continue. He said that, and the girl swallowed in fear, that you'd be too much of a coward to confront him. The tiger glowered ferociously, stalked the edge of the well, and snarled into the blackness. He's in there, the girl said. Do you see him? The deep well was full of shadows, but the dark water caught the reflection of the tiger's menacing eyes and sharp teeth, full of wrath. The tiger growled at his own reflection, thinking it was the black beast. As the reflection growled black back, the tiger gave a furious roar. The roar echoed back. That's him, the girl said. He's mocking you. Outraged, the tiger clawed the stone ground and snarled again, even louder and angrier. How dare he, the girl said. He insults you, your own son. The girl's words and his own echoing roars set the green tiger off into a frenzy. The air seemed to be charged with his uncontrollable fury. Every hair on the tiger seemed to jut like sharp spikes, and his teeth and eyes glittered like the cutting edge of a knife. He gave a deafening roar that bellowed, filling the sky with thunder. As it sounded, the girl fell to the ground, and Minley and the boy covered their ears. The, t the tiger bared his teeth and claws for an attack, and when the roar echoed back, it overwhelmed him with wild rage. Finally, the green tiger gave one last roar and leapt into the well. The girl boy Minley stood frozen as the air filled with roars and the sound of splashing water. Then suddenly, the wind carried one last howl into the sky. There was silence. Min Lee stared in disbelief. The green tiger was gone. Chapter 32 
We did it. We did it. The boy and girl laughed as they ran to each other and hugged. They both were younger than Minley. She realized that they were twins. Their round faces, dancing eyes, and pink cheeks were exactly the same. The gray blanket that the boy had used to help hide himself was thrown on the ground, and with their dimpled faces, swollen with smiles, and their matching bright red clothing, they looked like two rolling berries. Min Lee couldn't help but smile. As they laughed and congratulated each other, another voice called in the distance. Afu, Dafu, the voice cried. Where are you? The children looked at each other. Agong, the girl said, and then together they called. Here, we're over here. A tall, gray-haired man burst into the clearing. A bag was strapped onto his back, and in one hand he held a sword, and in the other, a spear. As soon as he saw the children, both weapons clattered to the ground, and they ran into his arms. Afu, Dafu, he cried. We were so worried. We did it, Agong, the boy said. We did it. We destroyed the tiger, just like we said we would. Yes, the girl said. Our plan worked. We tricked him into the well, just like we said we would. You're not supposed to do that, the man said, holding them tightly. We told you it was too dangerous. That's why we sneaked away, the girl said. We knew it would work. We used his anger against him, just like you said we should. You said he was even angrier at his son, and his anger would blind him. And it did. I didn't say you should do anything, the man said, kneeling with his hands on both their shoulders. You were not supposed to go after the green tiger yourselves. You're not angry, right? The boy said. Now no one will have to be scared anymore. We can let the animals out of the house and go outdoors again. Oh, Dafu, the grandmother, grandfather said, hugging them even closer. As long as you're both safe, that's all that matters. Then the gray-haired man saw Min Lee watching them. Ah, who is this? He said, beckoning Min Lee closer. Before either child could say a word, Min Lee rushed up with a hurried bow. Please, she said, my friend, the green tiger, injured him, and he's hurt, and... The grandfather quickly pushed the children off him and stood up. Hurt by the green tiger, he said. Take me to your friend quickly. It is lucky I brought the medicine bag with me. Defu, get your blanket and give it to the girl. She is cold. The boy ran after for his blanket, stopping to pick it up, the torn fabric from his pants, and brought it to her. Minley wrapped the gray blanket around her. She was grateful for its warmth but even more grateful that the man wanted to help immediately. How long ago was your friend injured? The man asked as he urged her to lead the way. After Minley told him, he shook his head. We must hurry then, he said. The green tiger is no ordinary beast. His teeth and claws are poison. Without the medicine I have, he will die before seeing the sunset. Minley swallowed hard and quickened her pace. The wind seemed to scream a warning. And even under the layer of Defu's blanket, she felt cold. Would they be too late? Would they be able to save Dragon? Now that is one exciting end of the chapter. I'm crossing my fingers and my toes, hoping that they are able to save Dragon in time. It's lucky that they met someone with medicine bag that thinks they're able to heal him. All right, we'll have to wait tomorrow to see what happens. Stay tuned.